Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome. Hello. How you going? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm all right. I'm, I'm pissed off though. Oh. My dog didn't want to be, I mean, wanted to be with me. And so I let him into the special podcast yoga room <laughs> and he walked straight over to a doona that's sitting on the floor and peed all over it. And I'm really annoyed at him. Oh, and now he's no. just sitting, chewing his treat like an innocent little fellow. And I know he's as soon as he's done with his treat, he's going to come over and the box that all my podcast equipment sits on, he likes to scratch it. Uh, and I just already know he's going to be driving me nuts. Um so I'm hoping Shane is home in the next 15 minutes and I can throw the dog out to Shane. Oh, well, hello, Crumpet. Thanks for being with us today. Hi, Grumpy. How are you? How are you going? I'm good. I'm okay. Yeah. It's very cold in Melbourne, I have to say. And you can't do anything. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think you're just saying that to sound like, oh, I'm so cool. I've just been to LA. Oh, <laughs> no, it's so no. It's just cold. I don't know. No. I don't know what to tell it's you. It's not. It's not even that cold. I'm from Sydney, right? And I'm like, this is this is fine. This is totally yeah, fine. Yeah, but you've been, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, actually, wait, speaking of Sydney, congratulations, Sydney. They hit 70%. They will uh, loosening their restrictions, et cetera, et cetera. Congratulations. Hope that Melbourne gets to that way soon and the rest of the country, but good on you. Yeah, I must say um, that happened today, the roadmap announcement for mm-hmm. Sydney um, from their new Premier Perotet. It's not Peritet, it's Perite, obviously. Perotet. Um I Dominic. Yeah, I'm I'm just pissed off. I'm like, fuck you guys, I wanna be free. That looks like a great time. I, if you're in Sydney right now, or in just New South Wales generally, I would like to know what it is about you that like why are you so much better than us? <laughs> every time <laughs> like every outbreak, New South Wales has done way better. And for no reason. Like it's not like the government well, you know, 
We locked down in Melbourne and Sydney. They're like, oh, just do what you want. And yet they still got through it better. I don't get it. We'll get there. Let's not do COVID chat again. No, no, we're not doing it this week. I'm just saying, I'm just saying congratulations. That's nice. Yeah, nice. Good thing. Good on them. Well done. Well done. Uh, Welcome to the Can We Help You podcast. This is the podcast where Jax and I will take on our listeners' questions, big and small and medium-sized, and we try and figure out if we can help our beautiful Ronnie listeners with with their questions. Um... Yeah, that's pretty much what we do. <laughs> that's it. That that's the end. You don't have to. You don't have to go into something else. That's just the end of it. That's what. That's yeah. what the podcast is. Yeah, uh, that's it. We we are like we're like thirty three weeks in now. Can you believe that? I've been feeling like I want a break, like a holiday, what do you like mean? a survey break. No, 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 like a survey break. You know how no. like radio shows they go on for ten weeks and then they piss off for four, and it's like God, you guys, it's like a school term, like. Fucking do some work, you lazy shit. You, I want a break. Last week we were complaining about having to dance. I have much extra work for these podcasts. You're like, I don't no, do any I more never work said, No, I never said it, I have to do so much extra work. I said I don't want to do any extra work. There's a difference. And so have you been doing any extra work? Absolutely not. Well, then why do you Absolutely need a break? Not. Because I just, you know, I just... Breaks are good. It's good for our mental health to have a break from things. As much as we love doing this, it's still it's still a um, obligation. You know, we still have to show up every week and set everything up and get it all done. I'm just saying, I wouldn't mind a survey break soon. Sounds like a lot of complaining. Actually, speaking of breaks, one person who has come back from a short break is Clippy. He's back. Clippy. Hello, everybody. Nice to be back. I was a bit worried. I'm not going to lie. I noticed in the group chat. You disappeared oh, for a yeah. little bit. You just went AWOL. You weren't even Completely, you weren't even yeah. reading messages, and we sent a lot of messages over the last couple of weeks. I noticed you weren't reading our messages, and then I actually checked, and I was like, "Is Clippy has Clippy just left us? Has he quit in like the most unceremonious yeah. way and just fucked off?" And you're still no, part of the group, so I'm guessing you put us on mute for a little while. No, no, definitely not me. All the messages were popping up, all the dramas with the tech stuff and all that. It was all good. Uh, just went a bit AWOL from all social media for the last two weeks. Um, oh, good call. Needed a, a detox, needed a break. Well, you know, good for you. you didn't miss anything whenever it was this week because uh, there was a whole time period when Facebook was down anyway, so it's not like you really missed much. Yeah, six hours. Oh, I that did was hear really long. That. Because usually when Facebook goes down, I get as a newsreader, I get really excited because I'm like, this is going to fill my bulletins for like ages. But then within an hour, it's like, oh, it's back, and I'm like, oh, how disappointing! I wanted it to be out longer. It's out for six hours. That's a that's a hefty it's quite a chunk time. Of time. Apparently, I read a story today that Facebook is now turning around to its employees and is going, we want you all back in the office because part of the reason that the outage lasted so long was that there were no staff on site. Yeah, and no one could get in. They couldn't scan in. They rocked up and they're like, come on. Come on, hello. Let me in. And they couldn't Can get in. Can you imagine? It's like when the radio station goes off air, everyone like panics yeah. and like freaks out battle stations. Can you imagine? It'd be the same with Facebook, but I reckon much higher stakes. I find it strange that a radio station, like a radio station in Australia, like radio stations across Australia, even during lockdown, they've had to have like at least a couple of essential staff to keep the station running on, you know, on site. But Facebook... The, no, I'm the sh- biggest no. in the world. They're like, oh, we don't need anyone on site to keep no, us running. No, they would have had people on site. Well, then why probably... did the on what were the on site people doing? Sleeping? Oh, they're like, no, oh no, time... I don't need to do that. What time was it? 
Middle of the day. Middle of the day in the US. Oh, middle of the day. Oh, yeah. okay, I'll take it back. Middle of the day. So I don't know what's going on at Facebook. Zuckerberg, get your shit together. I saw a really weird video of him today as well where he was refusing to open his own car door and I'm like, oh, I thought you were cool and you're not. You're just like a wanky billionaire. What gave you the impression that he was cool? Was it the Social Network movie? Because I've think- never seen the Social Network. Um, not cool. I just mean like you run like Facebook. It's a social media site. Like I just didn't think he'd be the type who wouldn't open his own car door. I thought he'd be maybe a little bit more like of a human being. Haven't you seen the memes where they, people say he's an alien? I mean, no. if Facebook would like to sponsor our podcast, then I take all this back and uh, we love you, Facebook. Um, <laughs> we'll take your money any day. Does Facebook sponsor anything? No, I don't think so. Tell you what, who can? I'll tell you who can sponsor me. Hungry Jacks has launched a new fried chicken burger and I sit in front of a TV all day at work, right? There's big TVs up on, yeah. our, on the newsroom wall so you're constantly seeing what's on TV and they're th- flogging this fried chicken burger at the moment. Every morning at about 6 o'clock the ad comes on and then for the rest of the day all I can think about is fried chicken and um, fried chicken burger specifically. So if Hungry Jack's wants to send us some of those, I will eat them. Well, if the lovely people at Hungry Jack's would like to sponsor us, because I know clearly they listen. In fact, I know that they listen. They've messaged me a couple of times. <laughs> um, we talk, Hang on. We talked about Hungry Jack's last week, I've just realised. Well, obviously they listen then. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. Um, All we do is talk about food. Yeah, I know. Well, if Hungry Jacks would like to sponsor us, they can go to canwehelpypodcast.com. There is a little, you can click on the link. There's a little form and you can fill it in. If you want to ask your question, that's where you can go. One of many places you can go, but that's it's a place you can go. And you fill in your form, you ask your question, or you say, hey, I'd like to sponsor you. There's our, there's our little mailing addresses there and everything. So if you want to get in touch, if you are Hungry Jacks or you are someone like Hungry Jacks or you are just hungry and your name is Jack, you can... <laughs> Hit us up there <laughs> or you can hit us up on socials at Can We Help You Podcast on all of your socials. How about we get into it? <laughs> I think we need to. Uh, this question comes from Ronnie. Uh, it's a little long, so bear with me. Okay. <clears throat> I've been with my boyfriend for 15 years. High school sweetheart started dating when we were 15. Mm-hmm. and We've both never been with anyone else but each other. Doesn't say how old they are now. Let's just say they're 20-ish. Since we first got together, I made it clear I did not want to get married or have kids. He was on the same page. However, now he's changed his mind. Do I cave in and do it? There are literally no other issues in our relationship. He's the one I want to be with for the rest of my life, and he feels the same. Then they add this. Everyone else that I've asked this says, well, if you want different things, maybe you should just move on. I was hoping to get some different advice other than moving on because I don't want to. Another option is compromise, but there's no such thing as compromise in this situation. It's either you get married or you don't. Can you help me love Ronnie? Mm, that's tricky. Tricky, tricky. Um, I, I don't think we've really, yeah. I, I understand why people have given Ronnie the advice to just move on. Yes. Um, because, I mean, like I said, they don't say how old they are. Um, the way that they're talking kind of sounds like it's early 20s. Like it's not, you know, they're not in mm-hmm. their 30s and all of a sudden it's yep. changed. Um, so, you know, to me, I listen and I go, well, you were 15. Like, you know, go out and sow your wild oats. Like have a bit of fun. Yeah. 
Oh, look, but they don't want that. We're not yeah. allowed to give that advice. They don't, they want, don't that. want that advice. And I think fair enough. You know, I think there's we put a lot of, uh, particularly now, there's a lot of talk about you know, ah, uh, you know, blah blah blah. You're independent. You're a strong person. You can, you know, there's plenty of fish in the sea. There's always, you know, whatever. But you know, yeah, there, sometimes there are things that you are just going to be so different on. You're going to be polar opposites, and it's something in your life or in your relationship that you can't compromise on or that you can't find a way through it. And if that's the case, maybe, you know, you do need to move on in those situations. But, you know, there's plenty of things. You're two different people and there's going to be times through your life, through your relationship forever where you are on different pages. And that doesn't mean that that relationship is wrong. It doesn't mean that that relationship is not going to work. It Mm. doesn't mean that... You know, you have to go and find someone else because, oh, well, this isn't going to work. You just have to find a way to make it work for you. And every person's relationship is different. Yeah. You know, we had a question a few weeks ago of this couple who were been married for, what, 10 years and they didn't live together. Yeah. You know, and, and that is the way that they make their relationship work. And, yeah, some people are going to be like, well, that's weird. Why would you do that? Well, that's not even a real marriage. Who yeah. cares what the other people think? If yeah. that's what's going to work for you. Then, then that's what's going to work for you. Who you know? Yeah. Who cares what other people think? If that's what you want, go for it. I wonder if there's a compromise in going. Okay, can we give it some time? As in, let's keep going the way we're going. I'm like I said. I'm I'm just assuming that they're in their early twenties, right? There's no yeah. rush to get married in your early twenties. Even if you say I want, to, I knew I wanted to marry Shane when I was like twenty two. Mm-hmm. We didn't get married for. Six years after that, you know what I mean? Like it's not something that just because you acknowledge like, oh, yeah, I want to do this, that you have to like straight away rush into it. I wonder, Ronnie, if you could take the approach of kind of saying, okay, let's let's say that we will get married, but can we give it five years? Can we travel? Can we set ourselves up in our careers? Um, Can we, you know, do all the things that we want to do in our life? And then in five years we reevaluate and we go, Hey, actually, yes, I really want this and let's go on this journey together. Or then at that point, after five years, you might kind of go, you know what? I I still don't want this and I'm older and a bit more mature where yeah. I don't feel like I need to I don't want to compromise. And so we're yeah. gonna call it quit sort of yeah, thing. Like absolutely. you know, I think that I think people put a lot of pressure on their relationships as well, like really yes. early on. It's not to say that you're not going to have difficult times, you're not going to argue and there's not going to be times where you're like, oh, my God, like this is a really testing time for our relationship. But really overall it should be easy. Like it should be natural and like the most normal thing in the world to be with your partner. That's that's how I feel about it, right? Like yeah. Shannon and I just never had problems early on. Obviously the longer, you know, the longer you're with someone and when you live together and when you have responsibilities, like people would laugh, but even like having the responsibility of a dog, like is a full on responsibility and you learn all those things as you go through life together, things change, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's the easiest decision for me to say, I want to be with Shane. I want to live with Shane. I want to be married to Shane. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, I've never sat there and gone, and you know what? It might happen one day. He might cheat on me and then I have to sit there and be like, oh my God, like, (laughs) Do I do I want to be with him still? Like I'm not saying it's a never, but in general, it should be easy to just be with your partner. Ronnie's right? Ronnie's um, 
it's not just marriage though that Ronnie feels like they mm. need to compromise on, right? It's 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 getting married and having kids. Yeah. So you know, marriage is one thing because ultimately, take it from someone who's married, and I I don't know if you feel the same way now being married, but mm. you can just get divorced. Well, I I mean. If, if you generally like, if that's the only, if the if the one thing in your relationship is, I don't ever want to get married because I don't see any importance in it, and they do, like getting married, it's like it's no it's different. Like, it's like it's, it's you got a ring on your finger, and like yeah, you have some more legal rights. Like it, it makes literally no difference, really. Yeah, I, I think yeah. Again, I think it's kind of a societal thing where we've built marriage up to be this huge thing, yeah. and it is. It's very important. Like you shouldn't ever enter into marriage going. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, like it's yeah, not, absolutely. It's not nothing, but at the same but time. But in terms like, of, yeah, if you're viewing it as like, you know, oh, I can't get married to this person because it's going to be, you know, X or it means this or it means that, it doesn't have to mean anything. It's just, it's just you know, ultimately it's just pledging your love to each other and right yeah. and signing a piece of paper that says, you know, legally you're bound together until such time as you decide to get a divorce or you die. Yeah, it's involving <laughs> the government in your relationship. Yeah, That's well, exactly. Much. You're adding a third when you get married. That's yeah. pretty much it. Um, kids are different though, yeah, right? The bigger, the bigger thing here is kids, having kids, deciding whether or not to have kids. And mm. you're right, it sounds like perhaps they're young and, and I know that – some people, they know right from the start, right from whatever age they are, that they want to have kids one day or that they want to be a parent in one way or another. And some mm. people don't. Some people are absolutely hard against kids and some people are hard against kids and then they get to like 26 and they're like, actually, I would like to start a family. I would like to have kids. I know kids. a couple who did that in their late 40s. Yeah, or, or 40. They lived the dream. They travelled. They had a beautiful home. They worked high-powered jobs, so they had lots of money. Yep. And then the warm, the wife turned around to the husband one day and went, oh, shit, actually I do want kids. Um, and they changed their mind, which is totally fine. Um, yeah. It was really hard for them, though, because they were older, so then it took yeah. a lot more for them to get pregnant. Uh, so, yeah, people change their mind all the time. Like I don't think, you know, you should ever rule anything out. And that's the other thing as well, like. But, like, when I say that, I don't mean it's like, oh, don't go get a vasectomy at 21. Get a vasectomy at 21 if you want. Like, if you think yeah, you don't yeah, want yeah. kids, yeah. you know. But my point is people, yeah, people change their minds all the time. I think that's a hard one, though, to kind of go, oh, I'll just have a kid Yeah, for I you. think I think the Ronnie, you know, Ronnie is saying, you know, should I just cave? And I think it's hard to, you know, if it's a hard no, like I absolutely know that I'm never going to have kids or I'm not going to have kids and maybe, you know, if I'm 40 my mind will change but most likely not. That, you know, that's different to I don't think I want kids or I don't think I want kids now or I don't think I want kids for a while and that, mm. you know, if, if you're a hard no and your partner is a hard yes, I absolutely mm. want kids and I'm going to want them in the next five years, that's where it gets that's a bit f- tricky. And that's maybe something where, and you know, hard to know, but that is maybe something where depending on what that is for you, you know, if if it's that, that kind of ultimate, ultimate, you know, thing that you can't compromise on, then maybe that is the thing where you part ways. But it's sort of, I think it just mm. is going to depend on on where that sits. Yeah, if you're like, okay, for me, for example, I Shane has always been really explicit with the fact that he wants kids. Yeah, I've always been like, oh, ooh, they're so annoying and dirty, <laughs> and they cost so much money. Yeah, but it was something where I'd gone, 
like, you know, and I'd had a long time to think about it. We've been together for a long time. And I, I came to the point where I was like, I know that if I decide to marry him that or stay with him either way, yeah. that, um, that he'll want kids. And I accepted that because for me, I've always pictured kids in my future. Yes. I've just been like waiting to want them. <laughs> Like, and I wonder if that's a thing where it's like society being like, have kids. And I'm like, yeah, of course mm. I'll have kids. And But, like, now that women work and, you know, don't just get married, have a baby, you know, get married and have a baby and stay home, yeah. Um, you know, like it's delaying it. And so now I'm kind of just like in that point where I'm like, am I ever going to want them? Um, but I made the decision that I wanted to be with Shane and that I was, yeah, I was willing to have kids and, and be with him and have that life. Although he turned around to me the other week and was like, I don't know if I want them anymore. So, you know, <laughs> so see, you can, we'll you can change your mind either way. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, again, though, Ronnie, I think you can kind of say to him, look, I understand that's something that you want. I'm not ready to do that yet. Can we reevaluate yeah, in X absolutely. number of years and stay together? We still want to be together. There's nothing wrong with our relationship. We have a great time together. We love each other. Can we table this conversation? I understand what you're saying and I understand that's what you want. I don't know what I want yet for sure. So can we put it on the back burner for a couple of years? Yeah, but I, I would say I would advise against just caving, as Ronnie puts it, um, <laughs> and, unless it's unless unless their definition of caving is, mm. you know, kind of saying let's let's assess in over the next few years. If that's your definition of caving, then maybe that's what you do. But if your definition of caving is just getting married and popping out some babies because that's what your partner wants, don't, I would say maybe consider not doing that at least straight mm. away. Yeah, I'd say that's probably a good idea. Um, but, yeah, Ronnie, that's tough. And, you know, I think, again, kind of touching back on what I was just saying about it's so different now. Like it was just – have you seen Mona Lisa Smile? I have not seen that movie. Oh, I love that movie. It was one of those ones they made us watch at school and I was like, oh, lame, and then I fell in love with it. In fact, mental note, I'm going to find it and watch it this weekend. But has basically that got, um, Has that got Rooney Mara? No, oh. oh, I don't think so. Oh, I think it's of like Girl Julia with the Dragon Roberts. Tattoo or something. Oh, yeah. No. Different <laughs> movie, different, different movie. Very different movies. Mona Lisa Smile has Julia Roberts, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um, oh, anyway, a bunch of great actresses. It's a really good movie. Mm. And it's about women um, at college in like the 60s, oh. I think. And so it's, you know, these women kind of coming to that first point where one's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get married and, like, drop yeah. out of college and, like, not yeah, study anymore because yeah, yeah. I'm going to be a wife and I have to have a baby and all this shit. It's so different now, like, you know, and it's great. I think it's obviously great because pe- so many people just fell into that role because it's what you're supposed to do. And the great thing is we have choice. But I think it also puts a lot of pressure absolutely um, on young couples and women in particular because it's like, okay, I want to have it all. It's that whole, you know, Cosmo trope. Like I want to have the flashy job and the handsome husband and I want to have the kids and I want to have the, you know, hot Instagram feed and I want to travel all the time. Like it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of stuff. So, Ronnie, I can definitely empathise with you with kind of having to be like, oh, like I just don't know if that's something that I want. So, Hang in there. <laughs> I don't have any more advice for you, you because you, I'm struggling you, with it too. What you maybe could do if if you figure out that it's – if you're like, okay, you know, this is something that I don't necessarily know that it's a, it's an immediate sort of compromise that we can do when you're kind of at an impasse, maybe instead of just 
going your separate ways and being like, well, that's it. Maybe you could, you know, have a break or, or do sort of a, a separation where you're not necessarily, yep. all right, that's it forever, but you're just sort of, you know, assessing, you know, being independent and being without them and, and seeing what that brings for you. So, you know. That's a good idea. Maybe that's an idea. Yeah, and it's not like it's not like oh we're breaking up. It's having it literally having a break, like yeah. having some time apart. You can still together. It doesn't mean you have to go and have sex with other people or whatever. Yeah. But like, unless that's what you want to do, in which case maybe maybe reassess the whole thing. Yeah, but yeah, Ronnie, definitely don't just have a kid. Don't cave and have a kid. <laughs> can't in, can't endorse that one. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Good luck. Let us know how you go. I have a question here from Ronnie. Hello, Ronnie. Ronnie writes, do I have to invite work acquaintances to things such as birthdays or can such things be only kept to close friends? I'm turning 30 soon and I want to have a party if uh, lockdown lifts and I want to invite a few work acquaintances to my party. We talk when we're at work, but that's about it. Should I invite them and also mention that I would like to get to know them better or just invite them without the wanting to get to know you better part. I don't want them sitting around awkwardly <laughs> and not feeling included. What should I do? Please help. Love, Ronnie. Oh, absolutely you should invite them. I think that's nice that you want to invite them and spend more time with it. I must admit it can be really awkward with work stuff. Yeah. Like, okay, so for me, right, when I moved to Melbourne mm-hmm. um, and we were on the Jason PJ show together yes. and um, Franco was as well, Clippy's an old fan of the JPJ show, um, most of our listeners, I'd say, followed us from there. If In you fact, didn't, I'd be shocked if anyone didn't. Hey, hey. <laughs> if you didn't, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for yeah, finding thank you. us independent thank of you. that. And and you know, great. How awesome. Yeah. Oh, absolutely great. I'm just wouldn't be surprised if that's not the case. Anyway, so um, for me, when I came to Melbourne, I had no family or friends here. Yeah. So for me, I had to make friends at work. And luckily, like a lot of the people on the team um, were in a similar boat to me. We, you, In fact, I think for most of the team, most of the time I was on the show, you were the only person yes. who was actually from Melbourne yes, out of much. a team of 11. Yeah. So, it, you know, it worked in my favour in that everyone was kind of in a space where they didn't have like default, like, oh, no, I'm going to go hang out with my sister tomorrow. Like it was everyone was just like, oh, yeah. Like I've got nothing better to do. Let's hang out. And we all also got along very well, which helped. But I know that thing where part of me at the start definitely felt like, oh, am I being too keen? Like, yeah. I, oh, oh, actually, fuck you guys. I just remembered something that happened when I first joined the team. <laughs> right. I got added to the fucking group chat. Yeah. And I and it, this was literally a strategy I came down with where I was like, I have to put myself out there because ordinarily I wouldn't, I'd kind of hang back and, you know, maybe form a close friend with one or two people. But I was like, no, I'm just going to put myself out there to everyone. I want to make friends. I want this to be a really good time. And I sent a message to the group chat my first week and I said, hey, guys, like I'd love to have a drink on Friday if anyone's around, da-da-da. Like I didn't pinpoint anyone. I didn't say everyone go here. I was just like, if anyone's around, like I'd really love to have a drink. Yeah, I remember this. No one replied to me. (laughs) No one replied. And I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I remember that. And I that. thought, to me, right, I was like, if I was on that, I'd say, okay, I'll I'll put my hand up. Like, yeah, let's go get a drink. Like, we can go after work even. Like, you don't have to fucking commit to a night out. Anyway, we ended up that night, the night that I instigated, because yeah. what we ended up doing was going to producer Alex's place that night. Mm. Yeah, it was 20, 2018. <laughs> um, and that was the infamous night. That was that the night. PJ... <laughs> Shut yeah. on producer Alex's floor. That was the shit night. 
the shit you night. You guys had a shit night that night. I, I instigated that because luckily then the next day eventually Alex or someone was like, hey, guys, everyone, like, come around for a drink on Friday if you want sort of thing. But it was so embarrassing because I was just like, this is I actually, it wasn't, I wasn't even embarrassed. I was like, these people, <laughs> excuse my language. My bad, my bad. But, yeah, I was just like shocked but it was that thing where my point is like with work people it's like am I being too keen because these people already have friends like you know you kind of expect people to already have friends outside of work sometimes Um, they don't and sometimes people don't I didn't I literally didn't have anyone here and Shane hadn't come down yet I was literally alone in Melbourne so for me I was just like all right well someone surely someone will be around I would say invite them but invite them but uh, it but. depends depends how how many people you're inviting. If you're inviting like 80 people to your 30th and you're five of them are your work friends, invite them because they'll mm. either they'll come and they'll either have fun and hang out and find people to chat with or they'll go. And it doesn't really matter. I was I was the one work acquaintance at a party recently in between lockdowns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um it was myself and one other friend so yeah. the, so it, uh, my friend and I were friends with this person who was having the party and we've yeah. all known each other through work yeah and we just sat on the fringe of the party for 45 minutes and then kind of went okay we're gonna yeah. go because it's just it's it, yeah yeah but yeah. look you know it, it's awkward but whatever it doesn't matter if there's more people there it doesn't matter so much if you're inviting like 13 people to your 30th and like half of them or more are people that you don't really know very well from work, <laughs> I would not. say maybe not. Maybe get to know them better before you invite them to something outside of work because you don't know. Like, the th- here's the thing, and this is the thing, like working in radio, you get to know the people you work with really, really well, at least in your immediate yeah. team. And you go out Absolutely. for drinks and, you know, particularly when you're working, you know, shift work basically, you – you're always you're all a bit on the crazy. same schedule. Yeah, you're like, okay, guys, we're going out at four o'clock on yeah. Friday afternoon because we're all fucking exhausted. Exactly, we go out, and we just get a bit hard. loopy. Yeah, and then go home at one yeah. o'clock because we're all tired. But you know what you notice, and this is the thing. When, when, when we used to go out as a team, we all knew each other really well and we all behaved much like we did at work and, you know, because we were just good friends hanging out and working together. Yeah. But when there was a gathering where it was us and the rest of the building <laughs> – Oh, no, we always made absolute fools of ourselves. We used to make fools of ourselves because they don't know what we're like. And I, and I imagine for them it was like, you know, there's there's a couple of people, and I'm not going to name who they are, but people that you, you we get along with really well at work and, you know, seem like they'd be a really good time and then you get together outside of work and you're like, well, that person's like on the, on the, on, on the beers, they're like f- fucking loose. Who, you know? Are you talking about someone in particular? Or yeah, you think yeah, people yeah. thought that about us? No, I'm talking about a couple of people in particular that me, I didn't can, expect. I'll tell you off the air. No, give me a clue. Give me a clue. Let me guess. Um, I won't say it out loud. No, nah, no, nah, I'll tell you off the air. I'll tell you later. Oh, fuck, you suck. I don't want to put anyone in the, you know. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. But, you know, you, you're like, whoa, they're loose. And that's okay, but sometimes maybe if your vibe is like, hey, we're going to have a really nice 30th and we're just going to have a few drinks and chat and whatever and then someone rocks up and they're a drunk and they ruin your house, maybe that's not what you want. Well, are you saying that Ronnie doesn't have the ability to know that before inviting yes. them to their 30th? Yes. Right, gotcha. Yes, so maybe um... it's a get to know, maybe take them out for coffee and then invite them to a drunk, unless it's like not a, no, you know. Th- 
coffee, it'll be the same problem. No one's going to get loose on coffee. Like. No, but at least you get to know them a bit better. If you don't well, know them we that don't well. Know, we don't know how well they do know each other. Like the way they're saying it, it sounds yeah. like, to me it sounds like they get along really well at work but mm. they haven't yet crossed over to hanging out outside of work. But they might have, like, had a Christmas party together where they were at the Christmas party and they were completely wasted. Oh, well, that. in that case. You know what I mean? You don't know. Hey, maybe you could do a get-together of your work friends earlier than your 30th and then, if that goes well, invite them to your 30th. That way yeah, you're kind why, of testing yeah, the waters. Not, yeah, just do what I did. Send a group text and have no one respond to you. <laughs> Perfect. The- Perfect. No, but yeah, Ronnie, maybe maybe do that. Just be like, hey guys, do you want to get a drink after work next Friday? I don't know what you, industry you work in or whether that's feasible, but you know, organize something, do like a an after work sesh or like maybe even like a bit of a boozy brunch on a Saturday or a Sunday, like just something small that you can kind yes. of get out of easily um, and suss them out. But I absolutely think you should invite work people, but I don't think like inviting them to your birthday, if you want to hang out with them more, that to me I'm like that's not the best way to yeah. get to know them. You're going to be yeah, completely yeah, yeah. distracted. Yeah, like- yeah, And especially if you've got a few groups there, you're constantly trying to – I know when we had our party, our going away party, you're yeah. trying to like weave your way through different groups of people so that you see enough of everyone before, you know, mm-hmm. the end of the night and you ultimately end up seeing like five minutes of everybody. Yeah, and you don't feel like you've really – yeah. Dug deep into, you know, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, so maybe maybe about. take them out earlier and then they can come to your 30th if that all goes well. But I would say to the specific question that you asked, which is do I ask them with the preface of, hey, I'd like to get to know you better, I think just invite them or don't. I think if you're like, hey, I would like to get to know you better so I'm going to invite you to my <laughs> yeah. 30th, that puts nah. pressure on. Yeah, definitely. Take the pressure off. Just yeah, invite no, them or don't. If they want yeah. to come, if they don't, then whatever. But, yeah, like we said, I reckon if you want to get to know them better, like do something else, like go out uh, outside of your birthday yeah. party sort of thing. Like that's Maybe not to them. Maybe you could do mini golf. There was a really good pop-up and they've done it all over Australia, Pixar Putt. Did you ever do Pixar yes, Putt, Yes, that Jax? was great. That was, was so good. one of the first good. things Shane and I did in Melbourne. Um, so good. Yeah, really fun because you can have a drink and it's like, oh, God, it was in such a nice spot down at St Kilda. Yep, it was beautiful. Yep, yep. Um, um, yeah, go do something fun and, like, just get to know them on that level rather than being like, I'm going to put all this pressure on my 30th birthday when all I want to do is think about myself yeah. and, like, get drunk or whatever it is you do on your uh, 30th birthday. I know like, what's going on here. Bronnie what? just wants more gifts. Oh, good call. Well, maybe... Maybe do invite them then just for the presents. Maybe you could like write up an invite and you could set a, like a like a bottom range for the, the price of the gifts. So minimum, you know, 40 bucks for you a gift. You can't do that ever. That's just not. Why? Just just do, do it. If that's the only reason you're inviting them, then just go all out then, I say. I don't think you're going to make friends. Who would make friends with someone like that? It's like those those brides that go viral for like their list of demands of their bridesmaids and stuff. Wow, like maybe you don't you'll go viral person. and then you'll be rich and you won't need your work friends anyway. <laughs> mm. But I think it's nice, Ronnie. Like it's nice to keep making friends. People like too cool for school sometimes. I'm like just be friends with people. And, yeah, like, and it's you hard know? to make friends when you're older than like 19. Yeah, it's it's it's. And you know what, though, like genuinely, like I've made lifelong friendships from work, like from yeah. different jobs well, as well. Well, I mean, all of us here, uh, with the, well, we're, we're really good friends. 
Clippy's and not our friend, Paul Clippy. No, no, well, I was just going to say we've all worked together. He just, Clippy, literally, he just literally hung his head like, oh, no, no, we didn't. We're, we're really good friends with Clippy. We just didn't work with Clippy. He came on later. We've all, I was going to say we've all worked together and we're all really good friends, but we haven't all worked together. Clippy just has been sort of adjacent oh God, to us what, working guys? together. I'm sending a group text right now. Mm. Franco, you have to get down to Melbourne from Wollongong. I'm sending a group text. Jax, before you go yep. to, back to America, we all have to get together and go have a beer and a yes. schnitty together. Yes. All right. All right. Great. So um, please don't leave me on red. Like, actually, <laughs> I'd really like to hang out with you all. Clippy, I'd like to become your friend. I want to make friends <laughs> Sorry, with Clippy. You. Sorry, Clippy. I, did, I, don't, I didn't appreciate that. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm putting it out there now, guys. Let's all get together for a, for a beer and a schnitty when we can. And no, not to record, just to have fun and mm. be friends. Everyone just be friends. I wish we could all get along like we did in middle school. I think one of us is going to have to send it because um, if Clippy makes the the uh, arrangements, clearly we're just going to leave him on red. <laughs> I would never leave Clippy on red, ever. <laughs> never. Good luck, Ronnie. Go make friends. Have fun. Before we finish up this week, I – look – Clippy wasn't here last week, and I think that was really um, a detriment to us because it always is. He's very, very useful. I know, but particularly last week because we're trying to reach out to Louis oh. Tomlinson. Yeah, and I, I, I'm at a loss. We haven't heard back, Clippy. <laughs> what, how can we get Louis Tomlinson on? Well, I got in contact with. I didn't get in contact. I emailed his <laughs> agent. <laughs> Um, yeah. We've been calling each other. I wish I got a response, but unfortunately not. No luck. Uh. Um, at this point, I'm at a loss ends. Unless I want to slide into Louis' DMs, um, I'm at a bit of a loss. I Look, I'm happy to take any like anything related to Louis Tomlinson. Like, I'm talking, you know, if you saw him once on a train, I'll take you. We need to get to Louis, and I don't care how we get there. If you went to a One Direction concert, if you what? went on a... How is that going to help if you went to a One Direction concert? We'll get you on, and we'll, through you, we'll get to Louis. One way or another, really? we're going to get to Louis. Yeah, you really want this. I don't care how many people we have to go through to get there. If 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 you have any little inkling of some kind of One Direction connection, we want you on. We want to get you on, and we want to make our way to Louis. <laughs> Six degrees of Louis Tomlinson. Well, Except as, it's going to end up being like 45. As many degrees 100. as we need to get to Louis Tomlinson. Yeah. Peter okay, right. at Can We yep. Help You Podcast on all your socials, canwehelpypodcast.com. Whoever you are out there, if you have a if you have a cousin who lives in the UK, if you have a friend who has a friend whose brother's aunt, <laughs> wait, that would still be related to you. <laughs> Anyway, whatever relation it is, if they live in the similar vicinity, if they've seen him at the shop. If you live in the same town or if you know his kindergarten teacher, like some sort of link I, in yeah, the UK. I, I don't care what the connection is. You don't even have to be in the UK. If, you have a, if you're in the US or you're in Australia but you have a connection, if you, were, if you went to the same toilet at the same time as Louis, I don't care. <laughs> Any connection. We're getting there. We're getting to Louis one way or another. I want someone in the UK who went to his primary school or whose mum's best friend, sister's auntie, 
used to cut his hair when he was six. Like I want someone like that. I don't want someone who was just in, in you know, in the same room as him because that's not going to help us unless you have his phone number. That'll help us. If you have if you have Louis's phone number, that would be extremely <laughs> that helpful. That would be way easier. We wouldn't even need the six degrees. We would just be straight. It'd be us straight to Louis. We'd just give him a fucking call. G'day, mate. How you going? G'day, right. Louis. Reach well, out okay. to us if you can help Heat us Heat us all. up. Canwehelpyourpodcast.com or can we help your podcast on all your socials? You can ask whatever questions you like there. But also, if you are in any way connected to Louis, I want to hear from you. Get in touch, please. Please, we need to get to Louis. We need to settle this once and for all. It's weighing on Franco. He's got it on his conscience for the rest of his life. We have to clear the air. <laughs> okay. He doesn't look too upset by it, but sure, sure. Franco's right. clearly upset. If you're, if you're not sure what we are talking about a couple of episodes ago, go have a listen. I'm very upset. <laughs> extremely, <laughs> extremely very upset. See? <laughs> See? I'm extremely very upset. (laughs) Beautiful. Ah, All right. Let us know, Ronnies, if you can help us. That is it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us on the Can We Help You podcast. Can you help us find Louis Tomlinson? Can you help us find Louis Tomlinson? Please, please, anyone out there, please. (laughs) All right, see you next week. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.